UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. The Kansas City community is mourning the death of Mike Burke, who passed away at his home on Sunday. Mike was a lot of things in this community. City council member, candidate for mayor, attorney, develop, developer, futurist. In fact, just yesterday, I came across a 2015 column Mike had written for the newspaper extolling the possibilities of a smart I-70, where passengers could sit behind the wheel of their cars and work while their new age car drove them across the state. He was the driving force behind the new Lowe's Hotel downtown, the, the city's new convention hotel. He ran for mayor in 2011, and he and Sly James famously decided not to attack each other, but run on each man's merits. Joining us now to recall the life of Mike Burke are two people who knew him well. They are Dave Helling, who covered Kansas City for decades for TV and print. He retired as a member of the Star's editorial board. David, nice to have you back on this program. Program. Great, great to be with you, Steve. Also with us is Councilman Dan Fowler, who represents the Northland as Mike Burke once did. Councilman, thanks for your time. Certainly. I'm sorry to do it under these circumstances, but I'm certainly honored to talk about Mike. Well, Councilman, you know, again, I'm looking through these clips about Mike, and as I mentioned, and the first thing that pops up is this column he wrote in 2015 that describes what a rebuilt I-70 might look like in 2027. He describes all these high-tech advancements that he thought would be in place by then, including continuous Wi-Fi access along the route. He wrote this, no need to worry about stopping for gas. If your car needs recharging, it will automatically transfer to a recharging lane. That struck me as so telling because, you know, Dan, Mike Burke was a guy who often was looking ahead. Mike was not often. Mike was always looking ahead. Uh, he was the ultimate policy wonk, and he was always looking for a new and better way of doing things. And I think what he said in that column is kind of prescient because right now, you look up at the, the new uh, airport terminal, and we will be charging electric buses through the street on their route. So uh, he was. Certainly a man of his, ahead of his time. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd forgotten about that because I had was, too. Yeah. Yeah. Back in those days, he was talking to me about that. David, what kind of loss is this for the city? Well, it's huge, uh, Steve. It's uh, huge because uh, Mike Burke was involved in a lot of things that people never saw, yes, yes. but were so important to the community. For example, he was a big promoter of the arts and actually ran a uh, a committee that took a look at the arts in Kansas City, which, as you know, is a huge, huge part of our community. And Mike Burke was in the middle of that for for years. Uh, he was involved in transportation, as you know. He was on the Port Authority. He ran PIAC. He was a strong uh, representative, and, and, and Councilman Fowler can talk about this, but Mike Burke was a Northlander. Uh, at a time when he understood that Northland representatives really needed to work with south of the river because there weren't as many people living there. Now, that's changed dramatically, and the Northland is becoming a power in its own right. But Mike Burke was involved in that transformation. And, of course, his famous race against Sly James, he lost and yet went to work and did things for James later involving the, 
the Lowe's Hotel, as you pointed out. I mean, he just had so many uh, connections uh, that um, that we will desperately miss. And just quickly, I'll miss him as a friend. He was oh, a great absolutely. Guy. Well, Councilman Fowler, let me just underscore what Dave Helling just said. Uh, this idea that uh, Mike was everywhere in the years after he served on the city council. He held leadership positions on every major economic development agency in the city. Again, just to underscore Dave's point, that includes the Port Authority, the Economic Development Corporation, the Planned Industrial Expansion Authority. For five years, he was chair of the Public Improvements Advisory Committee, which recommends how the city spends millions of dollars in sales tax, uh, uh, capital improvement funds, and the like. He founded the KC Riverfest celebration at, at Berkeley Riverfront, Riverfront Park. He headed the committee that got Kansas City named an All-America City. Councilman, he must have had meetings seven days a week. <laughs> uh, he, he probably did. I, I don't doubt that. Now, keep in mind that that was all spread out over a, a number of years. But uh, yeah, he was he was into everything. I remember when I first was appointed to the Port Authority, it's been uh, 14 years ago, I walked in and Mike was sitting there and that was the best thing I saw because uh, I knew Mike could be straight with me and he knew what he was doing. He was, in many respects, the founder of Port Authorities in the whole state of Missouri. David, going back to this idea that Mike was a visionary, he saw the need for a new downtown convention hotel years before the thing ever got built. Was this his biggest accomplishment? Well, maybe. I mean, you know, like a lot of things in politics, uh, uh, Steve, it, it, it may, some people may see it as a bit of a mixed blessing. I think the thing to keep in mind about Mike broadly is, Kansas City runs on people who work hard out of the spotlight. I mean, we talk about the mayor, we talk about the council, but there are hundreds of people who work uh, enormously hard on problems that you never really hear about uh, and don't get, you know, uh, headlines in the newspaper or on local news. And Mike Burke was right in that in that uh, pocket. He, he, he was so, he loved his community so much. He never said no to anybody really. I do think he had a bit of a reputation as, uh, as soft, which I think is not, doesn't understand him completely. He had a bit of an edge and, uh, you know, he, he, you can't run for mayor and not be a little bit, uh, aggressive in your approach to public policy. Hmm. But having said that he didn't hold a grudge uh, he was willing to talk at all times uh, with us, as you know, and, and, and chat about things, even just so we understood the world. Right. And you just cannot overstate or overestimate the importance of people like that in our community. And Mike Burke really, for me, stood at the very top of that, of that mountain of uh, hard work and commitment in Kansas City. You know, Councilman Fowler, Mike Burke had to persevere through a lot to see uh, the downtown convention hotel finally get built. I think that's probably an understatement. It's an extreme understatement. Uh, I was talking with Mike constantly through that through that process, um, all of it behind the scenes. But yeah, it, that was a lot of work for him. Uh, and he stuck with it. He got it done. He knew how to cut He knew how to do a deal. Let's put it that way. He knew how to deal with other people and how to make things work. And that is one of the areas where that shows, um, shows the grace. Uh, listen to these comments. One thing I have to, all the stuff that Mike did on, uh, 
uh, economic development. We'll be back in just a minute. You know, David, I was going to say my last memory of Mike Burke was seeing him on a Friday night at Lowe's Hotel. I was down there with some friends, and uh, Mike came over, hopped up, uh, introduced him to everybody. And, uh, you know, Jim Fitzpatrick, uh, the former Star City Hall reporter who just died a couple weeks back, once wrote of Mike that you don't hear people say this about politicians, but uh, no one would ever say about Mike Burke they, did, they didn't like him or they couldn't stand Mike Burke. He really rose above all that. Well, and the Lowe's Hotel is a good example of that, uh, Steve, because it was extraordinarily complicated, difficult. It took a long, long time. It took enormous and I mean enormous yes. patience yes. for everyone involved because that deal could have fallen apart any number of times. And Mike Burke was the epitome of patience. He just kept working and working and talking and trying to find common ground. And again, mayors and city leaders need people like that. You know, Sly James was in essence able to turn that over to Mike Burke and walk away because he knew right. Mike would do a good job and right. because Mike would stay with it until the job was done. It, it's hard to, you know, I, I thought of Steve Glorioso when yes. Mike passed, yes. you know, another example of a, of a person behind the scenes who, who, who had enormous influence and yet, and, and was known and, you know, he they weren't private people, but not elected officials in the way we understand a Quentin Lucas or an Emmanuel Cleaver and how important that that uh, lubricant is, if you will, with the way Kansas City is run. You know, Councilman Fowler, maybe just a final point here. And, and Dave mentioned the 2011 mayoral race between Sly James and Mike Burke. He and Sly James refused to attack each other. They were respectful in debates. We forget that now, but maybe we shouldn't because they were both very open about their intentions to run a civil race. You know, they were. And in the course of that, they got to be very good personal friends. Yes. And I've had a number of meetings since then with both of them uh, after they were both out of office. And uh, Mike set him up. When Sly got elected, uh, and Johnny Wickham told me this, he came into office and he says, we need Mike Burke to help us on stuff. Put him wherever we can use him. And that's exactly what happened. Boy. Uh, by the way, the point I want to make before I muted myself and inadvertently was Mike served on all these economic development agencies. But I remember one of the things he told me at one point when I was first writing, he says, you know, we spend all of our time incentivizing real estate. We need to move away from that and start incentivizing people. Hmm. And that still sticks with me today. He didn't last long enough for me to really sit down and talk to him at great length about how we go about doing that. And you know, I'm at the end of my term now. I probably should have started talking to him about that a long time ago. But we get so bogged <laughs> down in, in the details that we forget that there is something in the future we need to be looking at. But other cities have done that. Nashville is the prime example of having done that. And uh, it's not a matter of doing need to. It's figuring out how we how we do it. Well, that's a gr great set of uh, remembrances of Mike Burke, the former former councilman, former mayoral candidate. I want to thank Dave Helling, uh, who covered Kansas City for decades for both the Star and for TV. Councilman Dan Fowler, who represents the Northland as Mike Burke once did. Gentlemen, thanks so much. Much appreciated. Right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it.
Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.